In 2020, two average Canadian guys were sent to Brooklyn to try all the restaurants given a B rating by the New York City Department of Health. Their mission, to review these eateries and undo the stigma of the city's sanitary code. Today, wanted by health inspectors, they dine between A and C. If you see a B rating, if you want them to try it, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the B team. Hello and welcome to the B Team, a podcast where a pair of B-rated guys review New York City's B-rated restaurants. My name mm. is Corey Wright. And I'm Mark Old Poison Horosco. Mark, how are you doing today? I'm doing so well. Yeah, I've had I've had Chinese food two days in a row. The sun is shining. Feeling great, feeling fresh. Uh, how are you doing, Corey? I'm good. I would also like to thank everybody who voted in our taco poll. I think that was a, a very informative result. Uh, the world agrees with me on tacos, and that feels that feels pretty good. I think it was the biggest fraud in history. I think the I think that taco poll was stolen. Uh, I'm disputing the results. I think there was inconsistencies, great inconsistencies. They were finding taco votes in the in the in the river. So, uh, you know, I think I think you should show your displeasure with what happened in whatever way. You see fit. I'm pretty sure you still think that Dominion is a Canadian supermarket chain. <laughs> uh, I'm a big superstore guy. That's actually that's actually a lie. Although I do I do love that that you could rollerblade around in there. But uh, I was I was a Safeway man. Can you rollerblade in there? Oh, you or were you just rollerblading? No, in no. There? The 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 workers would rollerblade around. So 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 superstore is essentially. It's the not, real Canadian It's not superstar. Costco, but it's like a warehouse styled, predominantly grocery store, but also had kind of, you know, Walmarty, kind of had a little bit of everything, had some clothes, video games, everything. So there were employees at the Winnipeg Superstore who would rollerblade around to restock the shelves. I can tell you, as someone who frequented the Coquitlam Superstore, I never saw that. Well, you guys don't have the wheels, so to be fair, it would be hard for you guys to have four of them on one rollerblade, but I'm still pulling for you guys. Well, that's one way to start off our conversation today. <laughs> uh, this is actually a bit of a special episode of the B-Team. Yes. We're going to address some elephants in the room, some burning questions. As you may have noticed, we started our podcast off with episodes one and two, where we would read out the violations of these B-rated restaurants to maybe shed a little bit of insight about why they had a B. As you've probably recognized from episode three until now, we veered a bit away from that, and there is a reason for that. So we wanted to both explain our reasoning for why we are currently not reading the B violations out, and also just talk a little bit about you know what that system is, what are some of the pros of that system? What are some of the cons? It feels like there's a lot of room for improvement in New York's uh, letter grade system. So we just wanted to put it all out there in the open for you, the good people of the B-team universe, uh, just to be a little more informed and kind of give you a little bit of insight into where our heads are at. Yeah, so Corey, I think a good place to start might be what our idea was behind kind of doing all of this. What did we kind of set out to do initially and maybe how some of these things were informed by that. When we came to New York, I think we had recognized a lot of the letters in the window. And one of the questions that we had kind of asked ourselves was, you know, how many people really don't want to eat at a lot of these restaurants just because they have a B in the window? And I think that you and I, as we've kind of 
discussed. I mean, we're not necessarily afraid of going into hole in the wall places. We have very little regard for our bodies and our health. I'm a man who had chili and coffee for dinner the other night. So that's kind of where I'm at. <sighs> yeah. That'll, that'll <laughs> clean you right out. Yeah. It didn't feel good. Didn't feel good. A little bean and bean. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I like that. So I think, you know, we had, and we had met people. I know that even when we started doing this podcast and we would tell people about the fact that we were going around and reviewing B-rated restaurants, I, I know at least some people I know said, yeah, I won't even go into a place if it has a B. So I think part of what we wanted to do was maybe destigmatize it a little bit because there's a lot of great hidden gems there that we think that people are potentially not going into because they have that B in the window. So we wanted to maybe educate ourselves a little bit. I think we want to also educate all of you that, hey, you know, you might see this B, but don't let that be a barrier for you going to try some of these great hidden gems or great restaurants around New York. Yeah, I think that's right. I mean, you know, we would, you know, find ourselves, you know, making, making jokes about, you know, seeing a B rating or a C rating in the window, but there just seemed to be so much confusion about what that actually meant. And I think further, like, what does an A really mean? I think some people have some misconceptions about, okay, does an A rating mean that there's, you know, no health violations? As we've discussed, this, that's not really the case either. Yeah. And you and I have also, I think we joke about it a little bit, but there's also a C-rated restaurant that is pretty highly regarded, I think, in our circles. And it's a place that's certainly busy every night, at least every night that we've gone there. So it does, it does seem sometimes that, you know, it doesn't always line up with maybe what people would consider these restaurants to be. I think most people probably just associate A ratings with your fancier restaurants. There's also a lot of places that maybe don't look so great on the outside that have A's. There's also some places that look really good on the outside that have B's and C's. So I think that's kind of why we wanted to shed a little bit of light here. Yeah. So I think in short, you know, I think we wanted to dispel the stigma of the B, which I think, you know, we've, we've discussed before. But, I, you know, I think maybe it makes sense now to, to go into what has happened and how has the letter grading system maybe evolved over especially the past year. So the letter grading system, you know, is introduced, I believe, in 2010. 2010, yep. The A, the B, the C. Cord, you want to go through the, the, the point violations? Uh, you know, you're, you're pretty up on that. Yeah, an A rating is a restaurant that garners 0 to 13 points during a health inspection. A B-rated restaurant gets between 14 and 27 points during a health inspection, and a C-rated restaurant has anything 28 and above. These restaurants, if they don't get an A on their first try, they have a month to come back and kind of get their act together. Another inspector comes in, gives them a second review, and then that's kind of their grade. The A-rated restaurants get reviewed perhaps once a year. The B-rated restaurants get reviewed maybe about every six months or so, and the C-rated restaurants get uh inspected more frequently. The idea is to kind of, I think, basically raise the level up of everybody. So they focus a little bit more attention on the lower rated restaurants just to try to help them, I guess, become a little more sanitary, a little cleaner, and then raise them up so that, you know, they have that better rating. So Corey, I don't know if you you heard, there is a slight bug going around. This whole uh, COVID-19 business has affected restaurants, I think it's safe to say. Yes, it has. Uh, so obviously, this has kind of turned the entire industry completely upside down. Starting back in March of 2020, uh, the New York Department of Health was actually suspending restaurant inspections. So that was at the close of indoor dining. They were no longer inspecting those restaurants. Uh, those restaurants were still offering takeout. There just was, you know, sort of a uh, temporary suspension of inspections. I think maybe uh, there was a view that 
it, it was kind of chaotic times. And also maybe there was me concerns about whether there was a safe way to do the inspections, would putting the inspectors in contact with the restaurant workers, you know, et cetera, would be, be endangering both the inspectors and the workers there. Uh, you know, I think there was a lot of legitimate questions. Now, however, inspections have resumed. So as of August, health inspectors have been doing what are, what are called modified inspections. So these, these inspections are basically focusing on hazardous conditions and adherence to the COVID-19 protocols. There's a kind of greater en- emphasis on education. So instead of going in and leveling fines for, any, for anything they see, it's much more maybe providing information about things that might be deficient you know, not not actually levying fines or, or, you know, having any sort of grade related consequences unless they see something that's hazardous that can't be corrected before the end of the uh, inspection or if the staff is like interfering with what the inspector is doing. But th- these are kind of seen as as kind of scaled back um, inspections. And, you know, obviously there, there is really good reasons to be doing that at this point. Most people are are thinking this is not the end of the grading system. This is very much a COVID-related kind of temporary uh, measure and and not something that's going to be permanent going forward. We should also say that with a lot of this stuff, there's actually not a ton of information out there. I think most of what I've been able to, to piece together uh, came from the New York City Hospitality Alliance, which uh, is an industry group for restaurants. It's sort of this this, this um, umbrella organization that's also been a, you know, a, a fairly vocal critic of the system as well. And we should say it it's probably a good move by the city during these tough times. Like our hearts go out to all the people that have been affected with the restaurant industry, because whether you're a worker, you're trying to make rent. If you're a restaurant owner, like having your indoor dining get shut down for long periods of time and having, you know, all these kind of restrictions in place. Like it's been really tough on a lot of restaurants in the city. And I think the city recognized that, which was kind of what led to the modified uh, inspections and even the ones they suspended earlier in the year. So yeah. when you say there's good reason for that, I think it's they realize that times are really tough on these restaurants to begin with and that perhaps levying fines was uh, almost not unnecessary at that point, but just an extra kind of thing they didn't need. At yeah, that it, you're, yeah, you're giving me a break. But yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. But I think, you know, why one estimate, it seems like they've done maybe a third of the inspections they they would have done normally last year or maybe what they did versus... 2019. So that brings us to the violations. Yes. So without a lot of new information being made public, and we should say that all of the information about all the violations for restaurants, whether it's A's, B's, C's, grade pending, all that can be found on one of the New York City Department of Health websites. I believe it is ABC Eats. Uh, You can Google it. You can find it. All this information is very public and readily available. And it's one of those things where because they weren't updating it, because they weren't doing inspections and kind of updating the information, we were reading off, you know, violations that we found were just becoming increasingly out of date. And I think that that necessarily didn't feel fair to be highlighting violations that were in some cases from 2019. Yeah. Like maybe don't let the kid with the old textbook do the homework. I think is, I think we were all there. We're like, like what, what the one kid in your class got the one with like the, the cover that was falling apart and, and, and maybe didn't have a, Prussia was still in there. Yeah, exactly. You know, one, one day we'll make it to the moon, but like until then (laughs) we can dream. Also, we should probably say that we were always very sensitive around reading out the violations to begin with. On one hand, it was actually useful because I think 
when you actually dig into a lot of the violations, I think it's helpful to let people know, okay, like what, what do the violations actually mean? Cause I think when some people see a B rating, they think like this, this is dangerous. There's, I'm going to get the plague. By yeah. This is hazardous. There. Yeah. there is like wolves inside. Like, I don't know. like, you know, at least at the very least, uh, they've got a, a, an infestation of some kind, you know, it's, it's, if you don't understand what the meaning behind the B, it could be pretty powerful. Whereas when you actually dive into it, it's, Sometimes it's not as exciting, you know, it's a lot of obscure temperature violations, you know, things that are kind of hard to, to even parse in, in kind of plain English, uh, you know, uh, kind of plumbing requirements, etc. It, it's funny you mentioned the temperature violations as well. Those temperature violations garner a minimum of seven points. We're not we're not advocating for just, you know, putting food out there willy nilly at different temperatures, but it. That, that feels a little different than a restaurant that might, like you say, have an infestation. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think a pretty big, feels like a pretty big change. And these B ratings, they don't exactly have a B plus or a B minus. The amount of points I don't think are listed actually on there as well. So it's just a little kind of opaque. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think to use an analogy, you could have a pretty good hockey team, but a few of Corey back there between the pipes and he's just letting in just back-breaking after back-breaking goal. Like, you could have a pretty good team, but it's 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 pretty hard to win at that point, right? Like, I think I think we can both agree that in this specific scenario, uh, there'd be a lot of hung heads. There'd be some heavy skates. It's just, it's, it's, it's hard when you're kind of starting behind the ball like that. Is this the kind of leadership you bring to your volleyball teams where you're <laughs> just constantly looking around and just saying, no, it's your fault? It's all your fault. Yeah, it's a lot of... Finger pointing. I'm a great delegator of not only work, but also of blame. I think you you inspire people by highlighting their shortcomings and making yourself appear impervious. Uh, these are all just basic management tactics. How have you not been on like Survivor? Just like <laughs> trying to just come up with a bunch of backstabbing alliances this whole time? I, yeah, uh, but you know, I don't know if I want to be just be eating like nothing but rice for that long. I think, I think you're probably more likely to see me hawking some sort of like, uh, like self-help or like self-empowerment system in like a, a hotel conference room. I think that's very on brand for me. <laughs> I think that's all to say we were always weighing that. We very, very, very much didn't want to give people the impression that we were reading the violations to sort of dunk on these restaurants. Like, I think the whole spirit of the podcast is we love... We want to celebrate yeah, these restaurants. We're, we're celebrating these restaurants. We're, 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 we're making you look past the B. We're, we're trying to give some context to the signage. It's very much a celebration of, of these restaurants and this food. And so we wanted to be very careful that we weren't going to be seen or weren't giving the impression that we were doing this to either make fun of or to like say, hey, this is gross. And, and, you know, part of that is we were very worried that certain violations, much like the B itself, would kind of create such a powerful image that would, you know, stick with people. And I think mainly, you know, if we if we got to a violation that involved like an infestation or pests, right? Like I think we did we we didn't want to paint restaurants with the roach brush. Yeah, and especially if that violation had occurred, you know, a year ago, it's like they yeah. very much may have taken steps to have fixed that. I think in some of the restaurants cuz we're still checking their status like some of the highs and lows you see of places that go from A to C like wild swings. They they do change a lot. So I think we were also just a little conscious about not 
painting someone with that brush yeah. in perpetuity when maybe they've already addressed that issue. So I think we're just waiting for more of this information to kind of come out before we jump back into into the violations. Well, and, and also, like, having an A doesn't mean you also don't have those infestations. Like, you can actually have mice or roaches present in your restaurant and that's not going to give you enough points to fail not to fail because we want to want to make clear b's and c's are still passing grades uh just like one of my uh one of my college professors used to say uh d's get degrees some doctor had to graduate last in his class I, that very much applies here the, the b's and c's are passing grades although you know as, as we discussed they can kind of create they can hold so much weight that even though those restaurants are allowed to operate, you know, it could be a bar, a bar to having customers in. But yeah, like A-rated restaurants may very well also have pest issues. Um, I think I saw something like if you have one, only one pest present, I think it's still like 70% of those restaurants had A's. If they had two pests present, it was down to like 20 or 30%. But like, that's still, that's still a lot of A's for having two different kinds of pests present, right? Like, well, I think the secret, the open secret in New York is that everywhere has roaches. So that's yeah. also kind of the, you know, I don't think people want to admit it, but like, I think you, you're probably, you've probably seen your fair share if you're in this city. Yeah. What's, what's the ratio? It's like for every roach you see, there's uh, like 10 other roaches and four rats and I don't know, like probably like a Mets fan. <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's pretend that theoretical restaurant is called Mark's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those, 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 those mice are chill. But yes, uh, you know, I think I think that those were kind of all our considerations. I think, you know, once inspections get going, we may dip into that a little bit again. You know, I don't think we would ever hold ourselves to we're going to read out every violation of every restaurant we cover because that's not really we're not we're not doing investigative journalism. You know, this is, again, for mainly our own entertainment <laughs> and uh and, and really trying to to just kind of shed some light on this system that's a little opaque and, and may have kind of unintended consequences. Yeah, and frankly, those Yelp reviews, they've been kind of bridging the gap for us because, oh man, I think these, it's great. these people have been doing that work of inspecting these places and giving their opinions. Yeah, and you know what? If anyone has any ideas for other segments, we would love to hear from you. I think right now, probably the best way to get in touch with us is send us a message on Instagram. I think we also have an email address that's Contact us at bteampodcast.com. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, so yeah, if you have a segment idea or, you know, also if you just have like a question you want us to address, like we love food hypotheticals. So if you have any great food hypotheticals, you know, or, or what's the best X, then we will absolutely love to do like some more mailbaggy type of episodes. So, yeah. I you think guys are going to love our episode Top 5 Rice. Top five rice is just going to hit the top of the charts on Apple Podcasts. I love how you say that like it's a wild joke. We've straight up just had that conversation in real life like recently, and it was absolutely not podcast related. So we're going to get it on the mics for you. Yeah, I think I think I think just to preview, I think we were both real low on Basmati. Yeah, I think that's 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 fair. We're, <laughs> we're short grain men. Yeah. Sushi grade. So in short, we wanted to bring everybody up to speed on why we had paused reading off the violations. Uh, we think we're going to keep pausing on that until some more new ones come out to get a little bit more information from the city. Uh, until then, we're going to keep reading out some Yelp and Google reviews of these different restaurants. So if you've noticed us doing that for the past couple, uh, hey, maybe start firing off some Yelp reviews and you can make your way onto the B team. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to support people submitting... Uh potentially sarcastic Yelp reviews just to 
catch the eye of the B team. I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now I will smell it out if those reviews are not legitimate, and I will refuse to read them. Yeah, your Yelp dar is pretty good. I've got I've got really strong Yelp dar. So thanks for letting us kind of explain ourselves a little bit here. Uh, thanks for your continued support for the B team. We're having a lot of fun doing this podcast. Uh, next week you'll get a more traditional episode, I should say. Uh, we put down some fried chicken today, so that's a little bit of a hint for what's going on next week. Uh, Mark, it's any- burgers. <laughs> Mark, anything to plug? Yes, uh, you can check out my other podcast. Uh, your playlist sucks. Took me a minute, but yeah, we're we're launching season two. Should be out any second now it might even be out now and make sure to follow us on instagram at bteampod uh definitely vote in our polls you know kind of you can send us an email at contact us at bteampodcast.com we'll put that on the gram as well oh uh also i want to uh, plug real quick uh chili and coffee perfect combo get you fired up and then uh also fired up you heard it here first All right, everybody, we'll see you next week. Rate and review on iTunes, uh, not iTunes, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your pod. And we'll see you next week for some fried chicken. See you then.